1: Welcome to another edition of at the buzzer, your Colorado Buffaloes podcast for all your CU news needs from Ralphie Report. I'm Jack Barsh, I'm a co-host, and I'm sad. Sam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am I'm distraught. I'm a little bit uh, I was going to say I felt astray, stray bamboozled, such and such.
1: Whatever Javril said. Yeah. It's 8 a.m. It's Wednesday, February 12th. I'd like to point out that this is exactly a week from late National Signing Day. And Colorado is currently looking for a new football head coach.
0: Mm. <sighs> So, <laughs> so, let's see. What, over the weekend, was it Saturday night or Friday night when CU fans were going crazy on Twitter? They were freaking out having a meeting. It Malta was three out.
1: days ago, whatever that is. Who knows? Time three has no ago. meaning anymore.
0: There was a rumor that Mel Tucker was going to interview for the Michigan State job, which he has connections to. He was a coach there under Saban.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, um, it was his first college coaching job.
0: Yeah, and he's from the region. Um He emphatically denied it. He said it was flattering. He said it was uh like, this is what CU is going to be doing. They're going to be in a position where their coaches get offers from mid-tier Big Ten and SEC schools. Um, And that it looked like a PR win for CU. That like, this is who our coach is. He's going to stick with us. He's going to stay for these recruits. And then... He went to a donor meeting on Monday, pretended like nothing was amiss, and he left the day after. With his tweet still pinned about how he was committed to CU.
1: Yeah, it really is the most CU way possible that this happened. It really is. I, I don't know how else it's like, just the, the maximum amount of pain inflicted was how this was how this process went out. I felt like there was no other consideration other than how, how can we upset the most fans and do the most damage to players possible before he left.
0: And I saw like Mark D'Antonio like was resigning from Michigan State and this is their whole mess. This is a Michigan State mess completely through the years that we're getting punished for. And like I just saw the news and I was like, Oh okay. Well, hopefully hire someone good. Yep, and, uh, and well,
1: basically the the, what was it the, what what am I trying to say, like the common thread was everyone was saying Luke Fickle's gonna get that job, which made sense, he's from the area, nice easy step up, free money,
0: and then yeah, from Cincinnati.
1: All hell broke loose when he said no.
0: And apparently, fucking Pat Narduzzi said no to stay at Pitt.
1: Pat Narduzzi said no. Pat Sherman didn't even interview. Robert Sala said no from the 49ers. Also Robert Sala
0: sense. should have said no. Yeah,
1: I, I completely agree. Man. Here... Uh, Mel Tucker was high on their list from the beginning for the same reasons that we enjoy Mel Tucker or I should say, depending on your feelings, did enjoy Mel Tucker. Uh, oh God. And like you said, he, he was reached out to. He emphatically denied on Twitter. And three days ago, everything looked so good. <laughs> oh, everything was so fun.
0: This uh, is the first time I've ever felt like CU was on the legitimate upswing as like a program momentum. Like 2016 was the seniors coming in. But that wasn't like a whole underclass of players coming in, bringing the momentum with like five blue chip players, five freshmen or whatever. Being in the major rotation.
1: Well, at that point, it was a huge win for CU. They got a coach that was receiving legitimate Power Five interest. They got him to say no to stay at CU, and they also got um, assistants to say no to stay at CU. So you're looking at, oh, great recruiting class. Oh, fancy new coach that's getting courted already. And guess what? We kept him. Like that is beautiful. Great. It was handled well from PR. Um, and then what is looking like happened is Michigan state was realizing they ran out of options and they backed the goddamn truck up. Holy God, Sam, I said this last night, uh, in, in the quick little article we got out, but at your current job, if someone came to you and said, you're going to have the same exact job, but we're going to pay you more than twice as much. Would you leave?
0: Well, I, uh, hate one of my jobs so yes also if it was if we were at ralph Airport and like building the dam did the same thing i would become an oregon state fan yeah and that's that's what's hard (sighs) however 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 this is the issue with millionaires and billionaires and what have you is that yeah political baby no no if if your salary gets doubled from 50k (laughs) to 100k your life tremendously increases and Like, there's a happiness increase with money only there. Right. Only till you get to a certain point. And then after that, it's like, it's less meaningless. Or it's less meaningful. And if you're making millions, if you're making 2.7 million, you are so fabulously wealthy. And you are with a program that is on the up and up. You will get paid at the end of that. Like, for sure. And... <clears throat> and I uh, you jump ship and you it's like what what more is that money
1: I think it's easy for us I guess to say that as people who aren't making 2.5 million dollars a year but
0: uh, I mean it's greedy
1: listen man like you say it's greedy I'll take the 5 million <laughs> like I, I will
0: then, then I think that choice that you would make would be greedy I still think it's a greedy choice no matter who's making it
1: I don't know you gotta he, get yours while you can
0: I I don't know. Because also, great segue, incidentally, because you certainly didn't intend that. Um, CU is apparently prepared to make a counter offer. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's what Adam Munster Tiger reported that Rick George was going to talk to him after that last offer. But apparently, Tucker and his agent agreed to the Michigan State job before CU could counter. Mm-hmm. And that sucks.
1: Well, it's. it's
0: <laughs> That's could the also other be thing PR. I don't understand.
1: It, I have a lot of complicated emotions right now, Sam, because, like I just said, logically, I can't get mad at Mel Tucker for doing this. I would probably do the same thing. And, like, it, it makes sense for him to do that for his career. But on the other hand,. There is a university that I love that he just emphatically said no to. Didn't give I them also, a chance to respond, and he also just completely screwed over a whole bunch of kids.
0: Yeah, I think that one is the big thing. Like, don't you think recruits will see that he just jumped shift after jump ship after getting all these guys to come over, and that those yeah, and it's going to that- be
1: used in negative recruiting all the time. But yeah. good recruits, uh, good recruiters can go around that. Good recruiters can figure out how to get to to counter that narrative
0: I also I, want to I, say Tucker's
1: a good recruiter
0: yeah he's a great recruiter oh my god this is the thing I was so excited about is we finally had a coach who could really recruit and I've never I've literally never seen that in my you lifetime know, as a CU fan because I'm a little younger but
1: it's interesting it's a little ironic it's a little I don't know ironic the right word but maybe poetic that you, talk, you You hear what a Shad Clayton is saying about Colorado. What the other? Why the other big time prospects that had other options chose Colorado? What did he say? And so many of them said, "It's the family atmosphere. It's that you know that the love is real. You know that they're actually trying to recruit you, the person, not you, the player." Um. And when that's your pitch, it rings so much more hollow when you leave after a year. Like. When your, your pitch is like, we're so much more genuine than other coaching staff, and then you're like, also, peace, like, see ya. Oh, God.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> it's frustrating. So, and I'm so, I feel so bad for these, like, a, a week ago, Jason Harris and Ashad Clayton signed to, to play for Coach Tucker, and a, and a week later, it's, that, it's you can't do it. That is no longer an option. Well, I guess they could if they released from there letter of intent and go to Michigan state, which I assume some recruits will.
0: Wait, they can do that. Well, yeah,
1: I'm assuming that CU doesn't want to take the PR hit of not releasing them from the letter of intent. None of them are not, none of them. Most of them are not enrolled at CU. So the the ones that are already enrolled at CU, I'm assuming they'll stay, you know, Brendan Lewis, the quarterback recruit, he's already there. He's staying. That's
0: great news. Antonio Alfano. Uh, he
1: is enrolled, but I don't know how I, you know, I don't know how much of a hurdle that is. I'm assuming he's probably going to try to follow Tucker wherever he goes. Yeah.
0: And that's the Alabama transfer who was recruited by Mel Tucker out of high school.
1: Yeah. The five-star defensive end. Um, you know, I'm going to take this opportunity. I feel like it's a kind of natural segue, um, there is a lot I – am, I am impressed by the amount of CU recruits that are handling this better um, publicly than a certain coach is. I, just if you, want, if you want to have a little more faith as a CU fan, just go take a look at Keith Miller's Twitter or maybe even Brendan Rice's Twitter. These are high-level players that absolutely could go to another power five program right now if they wanted to, um, but they aren't, or at least they're saying they aren't.
0: And Keith Miller has been fantastic. Just like I don't know, he—I think he's going to he's be a great but, recruiter
1: for CU already. As yeah. as a high schooler, he's six five. He's killing people in basketball. You know, I don't want to like just retweets as on this podcast, but. <laughs> Here are the last three tweets he said, right? He said, did all that preaching about being solid, then you changed. I'm still on the same mission. Time to get of rocking 100 times harder. Beautiful. I'm already in. Second in. tweet. Forget Colorado State week one, dot, dot, dot. Put Michigan State. Absolutely, I'm in. Third tweet. I asked nicely. Y'all stop DM me. I'm not going to any other university. This kid's amazing. Hire this guy as head coach. Oh, God.
0: Well, speaking of receivers, coach, who's good with kids? <laughs> <laughs> where where do you think Steve goes from what here? What a
1: natural you are.
0: Where do you think you goes from here?
1: Well, uh, they just had a team meeting this morning, and um, everyone was there, of course, except for um, Mel Tucker.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jimmy Brumbaugh, who just Which, left.
1: Uh, I've also heard that Mel Tucker has not said anything to the players since Friday, um, which is not a great look, I will say. But anyways, I would think this late in the cycle, boy, you's in a goddamn pickle. Um, you're looking at either NFL coaches, former NFL coaches, um, unemployed coaches, or group of five coaches that you can peel off pretty easily. I think that's what you're looking at. The other option that's staring you in the face as you mentioned is a buff who's loyal and who's proved himself on the recruiting trail at least and that's Darren Chivarini.
0: As an interim for a year and then you go into the next off season as like the major coaching destination hopefully like we were when we got Mel Tucker. Yes. Um it's frustrating that CU was the top <laughs> the top destination when they were hiring a coach. And they got to choose they had Ryan Day, Jimmy Lake, and Mel Tucker. That was their finalists. Uh
1: yeah, and this well there's some unconfirmed names and I should say that, that it's not like that CU came out publicly saying, Here's the three names we're looking at, you know? Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, Um, then Ryan Day stepped into Ohio State, which also, CU fans don't recommend Urban Meyer. He's not going to come. He's not going to
1: come, and also...
0: Chris Peterson's not going to come.
1: Guys, don't... Also, let's not advocate for Urban Meyer to get more jobs. The man has had enough chances for being as much of a garbage boy as he is.
0: Yeah, and then Jimmy Lake (laughs) took over for Chris Peterson in Washington, and Chris Peterson is not going to happen. And then, yeah. And then, like the 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 alum or anybody with like CU connections, like the athletic is throwing around, like Chuck Pagano's from Boulder. But why would he make any sense? Uh, well, because he's unemployed.
1: Because do he's available, I think.
0: <laughs> I, no, just because he's un, unavailable and is Boulder connected doesn't mean he's going to be a college football coach.
1: Right. I I'm saying I agree. But if you're a national reporter, like that's exactly the two things you're looking for right now. That's, that's absolutely I mean, the I two guess. things you're looking for.
0: We could also make fun of Mike Kliss saying Mike oh, Shanahan God. and Dave Logan.
1: Mike Shanahan and Dave Logan, please know. I do not want a wax figurine or <laughs> a high school coach as CU's next leader. Uh, Sam, okay, before hear we me go out. any further into my um, ramblings, is there any name that you would like?
0: Eric Bianvi is not going to happen. I'll just say that. Well, yeah. Because CU doesn't have the money for him. He's supposed to be getting nfl head coaching jobs i don't, for whatever reason he isn't it's inexplicable and i don't see why i think it's
1: pretty explicable it's just dumb
0: okay yes fair <laughs> uh sorry um and why would you go from being patrick mahomes offensive coordinator to being a head coach of cu where you might be starting a true freshman quarterback
1: but like if he waits three years, Andy Reid is retired and then Eric Bieniemy runs the most the best team in the NFL. Like yes. if he waits one year, then he can wait till, you know, inevitably five or six NFL teams fire their head coach. Chicago Maybe the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> uh oh, yeah. and Bieniemy gets hired. Like he's gonna get hired. He just is in the NFL. I would also not come back. Lest we forget the last time he was in Boulder also, it ended very poorly and very publicly. Um his best friend got fired after two years. He got fired after two years. Uh, his former coach called CU Racist for firing them. Like, it did not go well. Um, I'm sh- I mean, those are different administrators and different athletic directors. I'm sure he knows that. But those are wounds that might not necessarily he- heal. Um, Sam, you just mentioned I said, who do you like? And you just said a name that you know is not possible. But who do you like? Who do you want to have the job?
0: Man. I really don't think there's any good options off the top of my head. You threw out the name Alex Grinch, the defensive coordinator of Oklahoma. I don't really see why that would happen. Um, I, oh, I don't either. But it'd I be think fun. he's just a name. Um, I don't want Jim Levitt um, going off the name I am ninety-nine
1: percent confident that is not going to happen for yeah, like eight million reasons. But whatever.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Um, are there any like group of five? teams that like have like just a good coach that's like just gonna step in and be a good coach not necessarily recruiter (laughs) like like wyoming's craig ball for instance or like he used to be north carolina north dakota states i'm not really very high on that type of coach i think it's a low ceiling way to go but Mm -hmm. man uh
1: okay well let me throw out some names for you
0: go ahead I probably don't know half of the names.
1: So let me just say, I, I cannot describe enough how against uh, how against the retread path I am. Okay, I know some people might appreciate this and it might work out, but I do not want Steve Sarkeesian. Uh oh, I no. do not no, want no, no, Butch no. Jones. Like, give me none of that. I want
0: none of that at CU. Do you think Butch Jones would even be allowed at CU after he spurned them back in (laughs) 2015?
1: I forgot about that. Uh, No.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's not going to happen.
1: I want either a killer recruiter on the group of five level, um, an assistant at the Power 5 school, which we just did, um, or If you can, hit the moonshot, Eric Biennemi. That's not going to happen, but you have to make that call. So here's here's where I'm at. There's a few names I think that would be fun. I think Will Healy from Charlotte is one of my favorite coaches in the country. I love him. Um, He is not very well known for obvious reasons, but can I give you some background? Go ahead. So he's only been a coach and, uh, for 10 years. So he played at air force and then he played at Richmond. Um, he graduated college in 2008. So he's like, he's 35. Um, mm-hmm. he was an assistant at Chattanooga for six years. And then he got hired as a head coach for, at the Austin P. Um, or what are they? The Cardinals, current Colonels? one of them.
0: Doesn't um,
1: matter. That's where he got famous because he, um, Austin P was winless when they hired him. He was he immediately signed the the top a top five class in FC at the FCS level from a winless season. And then he went uh, he went eight and one in two thousand seventeen the next year. And they he won uh, he won his conference at FCS, basically.
0: Damn. He got the number one
1: ranked class in twenty seventeen. And then he got hired by Charlotte, the 49ers, um, in 2018.
0: So this would be like two or three years before he would blow up. Otherwise, like he's following the route of someone who would blow up, but this would be much earlier.
1: Yeah. For another, for other reference, Charlotte is a six year old football program. They started in 2013. Um, he took them to a bowl this past year. His first year, he took them to a bowl after they were, hold on, let me get their overall record.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I
1: didn't want to do another stomp you out speech.
0: It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show
1: is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to the deal.
0: Listen to the deal on Spotify.
1: Um, yeah. So, anyways, Austin P went from 0 and 11 to 8 and 4 in one year. Hmm. Um, and then, as Charlotte, he went 7-6 and six this year, losing the Bahamas Bowl. He's exciting. He's fun. He can recruit, lights out, and he's young as hell. Um, it's a huge – I mean, it's a huge leap, but I, I think he's very fun. Um, another name I think I want to look at is uh, – I don't know, people are mentioning Graham Harrell, but if you look at the, the odds-makers lines for the next CU coach – um, Andy Avalos actually has better lines I think I actually like that better
0: Where is Andy Avalos? He is the defensive
1: coordinator for Oregon right now
0: Oh, I wouldn't he, mind that at all He's
1: young, he was coaching at Boise State Before Oregon Um, And if you can lure him away, that'd be great He has, like I said Very light on experience, but obviously The results speak for themselves
0: He has he CU can, connections He
1: can recruit pretty well
0: He has CU connections
1: Does he? Yeah. Go ahead
0: He was a graduate assistant coach under Hawkins.
1: Yikes. That probably soured him on the whole deal.
0: Um, I mean, he worked with Brian Cabral, so maybe they can both come back.
1: Well, Cabral already is employed by CU.
0: Oh, my God. Congrats, Brian Cabral. Yeah. (laughs) I love that guy. What a nice guy. Okay. um, The Andy Avalos idea isn't bad. So,
1: here's basically the main thing they're both saying: is a lot of the names being thrown out are depressing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they are I, depressing. I don't want Steve Sarkisian. I do not want Butch Jones. I do not want Jim McElwain. All of that is sad. Jim
0: McElwain being tossed is insane to me. Yeah, I, yeah, I gross. would not be a fan of CU football if Jim McElwain was the coach, or I would just hate them.
1: Um, one name that you threw out that I'm interested in, I don't know if it's possible, but you said right away, which I think would be fun, uh, Dino Babers would be so fun for me. I love Dino
0: Babers. I was trolling you because I know you love Dino Babers. God
1: damn it, Sam, it worked <laughs> like a charm.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I like Dino Babers too. I wouldn't mind that at all. Um,
1: He's up in Syracuse for those who don't know.
0: Yeah. God, this is a mess. Oh, it's a mess. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm still on board with the Shiv idea. I don't want Tyson Summers as the interim head coach. I think that would be a disaster.
1: Well, yeah, because he was a disaster. I'm sorry, Tyson, as a full head coach, period. So.
0: Yes. And, I, I mean, I know Shiv was kind of a disaster at offensive coordinator when he got to play call plays. But that would be more of a recruiting move and a stability move. And then you could re-enter the market, looking at more people, because you can't be looking for a coach in mid-February. That's way too late for to find a, any yeah. good option.
1: The other potential, um, <laughs> the other potential problem is if Mel Tucker decides to take some or all of the staff with him to Michigan State. I don't know how you hire power five level assistant coaches this late. I just don't. Mm -hmm. I I can't think of any that are, I I can't.
0: (laughs) So we really just need to focus on hanging on to Chris Kalipovich, right?
1: Kapilovich, which I don't believe will happen, but
0: yes. Tyson Summers is hit or miss. He could, I wouldn't mind.
1: Yeah. So Uh, here's basically, I think you're doing what, what, um, I think you're basically saying who came with Tucker when he got hired. Yes. Yeah. So Jay Johnson, the offensive of coordinator, is a Tucker guy. I might. Oh I would shit! I him
0: thought to- Jay Johnson left already.
1: Nope, he is still here.
0: He was rumored to Arkansas, and I re—I wrote that article that he left, and I thought in my head that he left. Yeah, he
1: is. You no, know, he's here. Okay. Uh, Tyson Summers is a Summers or a Tucker guy. I'd expect both of them to bounce. Um, Tavares Tillman is a is a Tucker guy. He's a current cornerbacks coach um he's been fine just not great on the recruiting trail kapilovich is a tucker guy though he hasn't this is the first year they both work together so it's possible that he stays in boulder i would not bet on it um and then michael the outside linebackers coach is a tucker guy and that would be a huge loss recruiting wise um so we'll see how that goes brumba already left the defensive line coach to tennessee so we were already trying to fill that position But other than that, um, I would guess that Chivarini's staying. I would guess that Ross Ells is staying, though it's possible that Tucker takes him because he's a Big Ten guy at heart.
0: Um, We still have Darian Hagen forever.
1: Darian Hagen will never leave. God. Uh, That's about it.
0: (laughs) Okay, here's a head coach idea for you. Ties to the program. Ties to the program. Head coaching experience. Um... Part of, like, the kind of glory days of CU.
1: John Embry, say it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, people have floated <laughs> Gary Barnett's name. I don't. Please, no. <laughs> the man is, like, 73 years old, and I realize, apparently, that is a qualification to run for president, but it's not a qualification to run a football team. Yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> It, it, I mean, just the timing is awful. The way it was handled publicly by Mount Tucker, I'm gonna, is it, awful. It, it, true, it's bad.
0: Let's exhume the body of Eddie Crowder.
1: Or Sonny Grandelius, <laughs> if we're gonna go back.
0: I don't even know who that is. Um, oh, come on. Let's get um, what's the cross country coach's name?
1: <laughs> oh, Mark Wetmore.
0: Yes, let's just get him to run the show. Mark
1: Wetmore. I mean, we're it dancing ha- around it, but. How great is Tad Boyle, huh? <laughs> like,
0: oh yes.
1: I mean, come on.
0: Oh, I just so you were. I think you said in the in the staff chat the who Tad Boyle turned down. Who was yeah, it Yeah, well,
1: I mean, this no one. He's never going to comment publicly, neither yeah. is the school. But just from things that have been out there, things that I've heard, you know, early on, because Tad Boyle came on so quickly with success. He turned down Texas Um, A&M. There's interest with Tennessee that he shut down pretty quick. Um, Memphis, he shut down pretty quick before they hired Tubby Smith. Like, these are big schools who pay way more than CU and have a way better history than CU that he said no because he was committed to Colorado. Um, And one of the things I said is is a silver lining of this whole thing is everyone – who was who's kind of bitches and moans about Tad? Feel free to bitch and moan about Tad. I think you're allowed to, but I think you always have to add the caveat: Thank God he's here, because thank God he's here.
0: Mhm. Yeah, like we have like in the midst like a coaching, like a coach for life, basically, and we're not appreciating him as much as we should be. And <sighs> that this really, I want to talk about this. That this should be CU's week to talk about basketball. They are yeah. literally playing possibly the biggest road game in the past, I don't know, twenty something well, years. Probably farther than that.
1: I don't want to say like negative negative wise, it doesn't hurt to lose this game, but like no. yeah, what you're saying is that if CU wins this game, it is on. It is yeah. it is on.
0: Yes. If CU beats we should Oregon be talking about tomorrow, that. Yes, if CU beats Oregon tomorrow, they are likely to win the Pac twelve. Regular
1: season, get
0: a top three or top four seed, like that's this fucking. Not seed. in
1: the Pac-12 for, for, for top three or four seed, an NCAA tournament yes. top three or four seed.
0: And this is such a distraction from that. And I to talk am about so this bitter. bullshit. And I don't want to talk about Tyson Summers as an interim head coach. I don't want to talk. I don't want the words Jim McElwain to come across oh, my God. screen when I should be talking about CU basketball. I'm so upset. This is awful.
1: This is awful. Here's the thing is, oh, God. Michigan State was in a bad spot, and they got out of that spot with money. I don't know if CU can do the same thing. I don't think CU has the Brinks truck to to give $5.5 million to an unproven head coach. right? I don't think that exists for CU.
0: And it's not like we can go snatch a head coach from a Power 5 conference. Like no, Michigan's I interested. mean,
1: Big Ten is making funny money right now. Like, Pac-12 is obviously, the struggles are there. Like, Pac-12 is making more money than almost every other school, but it's way less than the SEC, and it's way less than the Big Ten, and this 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 show this shows that in sharp contrast.
0: We could go get Derek Mason <laughs> at Vanderbilt.
1: I, don't, please.
0: I know. Vanderbilt went fans are nine. begging for that to happen.
1: Derek Mason went three and nine. Please don't say that.
0: <laughs> that was uh, purely... That. I was like... I was. Oh, have you not mentioned the name just because you think it's somewhat realistic? What? Derek Mason. Doesn't Brick have is, Andy connections?
1: It kind of is somewhat realistic. <laughs> Cause he was early on in the conversation last year, but so was Dana Holgerson, and no one's mentioned Dana Holgerson.
0: Well, no, I don't think it's fired.
1: Oh God! I, the one thing I want to caution is, everyone, let's please not fall into the trap of uh, looking at Buff alums only in the coaching profession and saying that we need them because they quote know the program or something. That's don't. I know that we just got hurt, but. That's not a job description requirement. That is not I mean, a qualification for this job.
0: I mean, Tad Boyle isn't even a CU alum.
1: No, he has Colorado connections, but he has no CU connections. I it. No, just look for the best coach possible, regardless of whether or not he has any connections. Just don't. Don't look for that. I don't know. There's... <laughs> It's just hard, man. It's just hard. For the first time in, what, 12 years, there was legitimate positive momentum with this program. And if a bowl game happened this year, then you could say that CU's back from the, from the brink of despair. But I don't know. I mean, Mel Tucker just drove that car in reverse a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I literally, other than the recruits just staying home, like staying here, like Jer- Jaron Mangum just tweeted, "No transfer portal in the real world." Um, well,
1: he's saying that because guess I mean you know why he's saying that, right?
0: Oh, yeah. People
1: have blasted Mel Tucker for this, rightfully so. Um, he said last year.
0: Oh yeah, that's transfer a quote. From from Tucker.
1: Mel Tucker said, "There's no transfer. There's no transfer portal in the real world," uh, and that. that I mean, he, he just did, so.
0: <laughs> mm. Man, if only we could just pay the players so coaches wouldn't have exorbitant salaries.
1: Uh, that's the other thing I said last night. It's just like... I, like, it just sucks for these kids. They get screwed over, over, and over, and over again. Mm. As some recruits have pointed out, this is the same man who two weeks, two months ago in the living room was saying, We are committed to you. We want to watch you grow. And that can still be true, but it it pro- no. <laughs> but not here. Not where he recruited them to.
0: Why would you move to Lansing, Michigan?
1: For five you can million dollars, move Baltimore. wherever you want me to, man.
0: See, this is where we defer. I I'm more of the tadpole quality of life kind of guy. Just let me be comfortable, give me some savings, and I'll be happy.
1: Yeah, I'm saying I could be comfortable in a year, depending on how bad I do at this job, because you just gave me $5 million guaranteed. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Now, one name I do want to consider, just because of how funny it would be, all-time hilarious. There's a man who has been a successful Power 5 coach over an extended period of time, who got fired, did poorly at the FCS level, but just got reintroduced to the Power 5 level at an all-time <laughs> great school. Okay, Do you know who I'm talking about? Bo Pelini? Bo Pelini, baby! God. We got to bring him here. That would we got to really bring
0: funny. him in. Well, he's the current defensive coordinator at LSU.
1: Yep. And he was the head coach in Nebraska for uh, a little less than a decade. Uh-huh. He won an a average of nine wins. And let me just say, that's great for Nebraska in the, tw- in the 21st century. He's angry. He has a cat. That's all we need.
0: We would get Faux Pollini the Twitter account, to become a CU fan.
1: Wow, that'd be beautiful.
0: Maybe you should write about that. Just say, seriously, CU should consider Faux Polini.
1: Oh, God.
0: (sighs) You know what sucks? I got off a 12-hour workday, and immediately the second I come home, I come home to this news.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know what sucks is this news is going to keep going.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, that's good for our content.
1: It's good for our content. That's right.
0: Um, it's good for our uh, click count.
1: So everyone, go read all the Mountaineer Report stories you can. Su- support us,
0: especially the basketball
1: ones. Especially you, bet everyone better tune goddamn in on Thursday night at seven. Bill Walden, Dave Fash, CU Oregon ranked matchup on the road. Watch, watch it. Please. You know that Bill Walton is going to yell about Mel Tucker. They're going to bring up the Mel Tucker just left, and you know that Bill Walton is going to say, why would you ever live in a truck stop conference when you could live in Boulder? I will take 100
0: bucks that he will say that, those exact words. You know Bill Walton's wise, and he knows that it's happiness and fulfillment over money.
1: There's another great name for a head coach. He would recruit lights out. What? Bill Walton. <laughs>
0: What about Bill Walsh?
1: What? Uh, well, is he dead?
0: <laughs> I really don't know. I also do, I I... don't know.
1: Do you
0: have any other names? <laughs> uh, legit names? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I think right now the, the list is pretty short. I think the only names that CU fans know, and they knew this before, are Eric Biennemi and – Darren Shaverini. I think anything past that is is speculation.
0: Okay. No, I meant like uh, like coaches who would make sense, like Andy Avalos.
1: I mean, I I think Graham Harrell's probably going to get some mention. The current offensive coordinator for USC.
0: I'm glad Mel Tucker didn't go to USC.
1: Yeah, that would be annoying. That would be frustrating. Um, let's see. People are going to mention Chris Peterson, but no, that's not going to happen. No. Like you said. Uh, you know, I, it's like I said, it's hard because we're really late in the cycle.
0: Ugh. I'm going to write Dino Babers' list name down just because I want it to happen. God, I love Dino Babers. I don't know.
1: I mean, it's, it's possible someone pulls a Manny Diaz and uh, takes a job and then – Less than a week later, takes a better job, and see you could be that better job for someone.
0: Oh, I forgot he did that. Mhm. Man, that was insane.
1: It's not working out for Miami. I will say that.
0: All right. Well, do you have any? Do you have anything else? I wanted no, to talk about have,
1: basketball today, but I have no final thoughts. But I, we just want to say, boy, this sucks, huh? <laughs> boy, this sucks.
0: Mhm. Okay. Give me. Give me. Who's your coaching prediction just immediately off the top of your head?
1: Real quick, I think Darren Chivarini gets promoted to interim.
0: I think think that's how it goes. Yeah, I think it's Chivarini too. Second, what's your prediction for CU's basketball game against Oregon?
1: I think CU's going to get rocked.
0: I also think they're going to get rocked. Um, Okay, now against Oregon State. I think
1: CU's going to win.
0: Okay, I'm going to call a seven-point win over Oregon State.
1: Yep. Same page. (sighs) All right. Well, uh, we'll keep you updated, we'll keep everyone updated as this uh, coaching search, I guess, starts in mid-February. Um, it just sucks that we have to spend another Valentine's Day crying over an older man I never
0: met. Buffs! Boss. Boss.
1: Buffs!